You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello, uh, I want to talk to you today about transdermal magnesium and uh, Epsom salts, uh, bath flakes, other um, approaches, and what the difference is. Um, transdermal magnesium is a way to heal the magnesium levels in the body um, and the quality of that magnesium, the purity of that magnesium, the non-solvent extraction of that magnesium is going to be the game changer at a molecular level. So that's why industrial milk, pasteurized milk compared to artisan, you know, Jersey raw milk, they're two different, totally different worlds, but we throw them all together it's just milk. And we shouldn't because there's a whole different reality going on here. And it's the same with magnesium. So we can take, you know, chalk, electrify it and flip it out and with isotopes and we can make it into some sort of magnesium oil uh, through solvent extraction. And there's a lot of things we can do to convert and twist around things. But whenever we find something in its natural state, it changes everything, especially when it's not refined, it's pure, it's the way it is. It has a molecular stickiness. It has its an intact chelation properties. And so we that this whole idea of kind of listening to nature and allowing that understanding and that purity to, to come through is part of the art of traditions, is part of this company. So not only with the glass bottles and everything else, but uh, no endocrine disruptors and all the other things we're trying to put together. But just so you know that all things are not equal. Um, now that being said, um, a lot of the problem with, um, you know, the Epsom salt movement in America is not a bad idea. It's a good idea because one of the major reasons, or even the bath flakes, like even magnesium bath flakes, you see a lot of this bath salts and stuff like that, like these big bags of like salts. And, you know, if you could find just the salt itself, Celtic salt, yes, it's great. You know, without all these crazy scents and all this stuff they put in there sometimes, which can, you know, a lot of it's industrial. But when you can find something natural, yes. But the reason why that is, the, those ideas are good is because the water is so bad. The water in the bath is so bad. It's, it's filled with so many things from chlorine to fluoride to endocrine disruptors from, you know, all the the medications that are not filtered out through municipal systems to, to there's just so much going on in that water that you need something to, to, to kind of heal it to a certain degree. So yes, those flakes are really just better for healing that water that you're going to be sitting in. <laughs> I personally don't take baths anymore. I only take showers and, 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 you know, fast ones at that. But, um, this idea that, you know, th these things can help with the water, so they're not bad things. Um, one of the other things to remember is that when you take Epsom salt baths or these type of things, they're, they're very uh, exudatory. I mean, it's all about sweating, so you're getting the sweat out. And so that sweating process is an outward process. This is not a process to bring in magnesium. And so this, this, this helps with a kind of a superficial detox, yes. So they can help you detoxify the Epsom salts, you know, the sulfate of magnesium or whatever can help you to detoxify through the skin certain elements. And it also helps purify the water. But it's not a source of your magnesium. It's not a way for you to get proper magnesium levels in your body. Um, 
not only that, this applies also to the magnesium flakes. When you take magnesium as flakes, um, it's the same idea. It's more like a, an exodus, which is happening. And so this is good for surface level detox, some of the skin level detox, etc. But it's not going to go deep within the organism and help at the cellular level with the rest of, um, you know, the incoming type of magnesium that we're proposing, transdermal magnesium, outside of the bath, etc. So that's one thing. The other thing is that when you use Epsom salts, Epsom salts are created um, from a layer in the earth just to, just after, you know, there's different levels of purification um, of minerals. And the Epsom salt is highly, it's not contaminated, but it's attached to other elements uh, naturally, like potassium. And there's different elements that are associated with it. So these block, you know, kind of like that chelation power. Um, and if it's especially industrially made and, you know, whatever processes they're using in there, um, um, can also contribute to uh, a lack of um, proper chelation. Now, the magnesium, transdermal magnesium, the zechstein inside from the Bishop feet found underneath the zechstein sea, in the zechstein sea, underneath Holland, uh, which is now a petrified sea, I guess you could say, um, crystallized. Um, this is the highest level of purity you can find. This molecularly has nothing else attached to it. There's, the sulfate's not there, the potassium's not there, none of it is attached to it. It's more pure than carnelite and all these other minerals that come from the Dead Sea. It's like at a higher level. So it's stickier. It pulls out more toxins, basically. Um, the other thing with flakes is the flakes are heated in order that magnesium oil is the base product of these flakes. And then the flakes are created from that. So it's a derivative of that. So you take something natural. Well, if it's ours, it's natural. But if it's not, it's probably the you know, been solvent extracted already, this type of brine, but then they run it through a machine and it heats it at, you know, 350 degrees and then creates these flow, these, um, these flakes. And then this floconation process or whatever they call it, like creates these flakes and they have a much higher per, um, percentage of hydrochloric acid at this point. So they become less healthy, especially if you're using any of this stuff internally. Um, and so, um, more cumbersome to get the mineral through. And so what we're doing here is trying to propose a non-bath solution, which can be used directly onto the skin. And so we avoid all of that. Um, and we avoid the, the sudation process of sweating it out. And we're in a whole nother, um, you know, world of getting it in there and then sweating it out. Yes. But once it's in there, you know, and so... Um, you know, that's why we recommend for sports to do it before or after your training, you know, going outside of the sweating period. Um, there's also, you know, the reasons that you do it on a four month basis and that you're always doing this is because it's helping to regenerate and saturate those cells and the skin and the derm. So a lot of doctors already know that the only real magnesium test that you should, that work are the ones taken by the red blood cells in the skin and the derm. And so it's not um, dermal layer, um, but it's not, um, you know, the blood is not the best way to test for magnesium deficiency. I mean, you can test for like a high level of pathology, but optimum levels are not, um, are almost impossible to test through the blood itself. You have to use the skin, the red blood cells in the skin. And doctors know that, but how come that 
knowledge has not translated into transdermal understanding? Well, because transdermal magnesium doesn't have a copyright <laughs> and you can't like, you know, market it in that way. And so this is dangerous to the world of trying to keep control over things. So this is something you could check out. 12 bucks a month, not expensive. We're the only glass bottle, real, non-generic, uh, original source magnesium coming from non-solvent extracted source, which um, is only 95% of the market is solvent extracted. So you have a whole other product in front of you in the bottle. So this is something to take advantage of. Check us out, theheartoftradition.com. Thanks.